Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Favor will change homes, husbands, wives, and children. Favor with God and man, and we need that favor with God and with man. 
Proverbs 11, verse 27 says, He that diligently seeketh good procureth favor, but he that seeketh mischief, it shall come to him, come unto him. In Hosea 5 and 4, the scripture says, They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God, for the spirit of whoredoms is in the midst of them. They would not frame or plan to do any good. They were geared to do the negative. They were geared to the self-life, only looking in itself. If anything offended them, they were on the defensive. They carried their feelings on their shoulders. They were full of vengeance. Hate was written on their faces. And the following verse says, The pride of Israel doth testify to his face. They were so negative and evil that it showed up in their faces. They were hard. They were harsh. And this spirit must be broken in a life. Diligently seek good from life. Expect good things to happen. They will surely come to pass. The scripture in Proverbs 11 and 27 actually teaches us to diligently seek and do good things. We must put our heart into being good. To the individual who does this, favor will flow. He that diligently seeketh good receives favor. On the other side, if you diligently seek mischief, it will surely come. Constantly thinking problems creates more problems. Expecting to have problems causes you to gear every thought and pattern of your life to the attitude of problems and trouble. I remember thinking at one time in my life, if several days would go by that everything went real well, I would start suspecting what's going to go wrong because everything's been so good. <laughs> but, you know, we have Jesus Christ in us if we're a believer. We have an obligation to draw the good from every situation. All things work out for good to those who love the Lord, the Bible says. Matthew 6 and 33, we read, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, or right standing, and all these things shall be added unto you. In other words, draw near to God, look forward to pleasing God. Oh God, I want to please you. Let's make that the priority of our life, pleasing God. Let our love, let's let our love and devotion be first and above all else unto him, our Father, our God. We're to seek his righteousness. We're to develop the spirit of love for the Lord and also for others. We can minister unto the Lord by being kind both to the lovely persons that we meet and to the unlovely. Let's make it our mission to be loving and tender to others. Take Jesus with you out into life when you leave the church. I mean, when you leave the church at noon on Sunday or or at uh, whatever time, Wednesday night or prayer night on Tuesday night or sometime. In 1 John 4, in verse 20, it reads, If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Live to be a blessing to others. We find ourselves thinking of self, looking at itself. That's when worry and problems start trying to press into us and to offer themselves to our minds to spend the day with us, to spend the night with us, to spend the week with us, to spend the rest of our life with us. If you do not love others, then you really do not love God. Treat others as though they were Jesus Christ. Determine to be kind to your fellow person, your fellow man. Think of the kindness that you're going to give today. This is the good time to start. I'm going to be kind all day today. You're now preparing the foundation of your day's activities. Expect things to happen today which never before have happened. I'm talking about good things. Live by 
giving out from yourself love. Live by giving a kind word. You are now moving into favor, the road to success. Confess this with me. Today, say that. Today, I will be a blessing to the Lord. Say this. Today, say it now. Today, I will be a blessing to others. Did you know that you're made in God's image? The ability to favor others or show them favor and receive favor is in you through the ability of Jesus Christ. You are an heir of God through Jesus Christ, Galatians 4, 7. Romans 8, 17 says, uh, shows us that we're a, a joint heir with Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 3, verses 5 and 6 lets us know that we have God's ability within us through Jesus Christ. We are workers together with Christ, 2 Corinthians 6 and 1. Ephesians 2, verses 5 and 6 shows us that us, me and Jesus, you and Jesus are joined for redemptive reasons. Don't you like that? I think that'd be a good confession to say. Jesus and me, we're joined together for redemptive reasons. Jesus and me, we're joined together for redemptive reasons. God's plan is for us to go forth in God's ability, in his power, with his authority, and favor others just as the Lord favors others. Psalm 86, verse 15, But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, your long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. Aren't you glad that God is plenteous in mercy? Aren't you glad that he's plenteous in truth? Psalm 103, verse 8, The Lord is merciful and gracious. That means he's full of mercy, and he is a very gracious God. Slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. It's mentioned a second time in that same verse, verse 8, Psalm 103. Just as God is a God of love, he is also a God of favor. He seeks to favor and honor you today. A strong negative spirit will destroy your ability to reach out and receive much of God's favor. It seems like it just almost puts an aura around us. Constantly confessing the negative will keep God's love from coming through to you. It's like a roadblock, a short circuit in an electrical line. God is reaching out his hand to favor us today. We must stop thinking that it cannot be done. We must stop thinking that we are not capable of receiving or giving God's favor. We must stop thinking that we are not worthy of his favor. The Bible tells us in the book of Corinthians that we are to cast down those wrong images, the wrong pictures that we see inside our mind, casting therefore down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We can say, no, I do not want to think this anymore. I refuse to think this anymore. I refuse this image. Did you know the Lord is merciful? He's gracious. He's plenteous in his mercy, even though you may not deserve it. Come alive to the riches of his mercy and his favor. Not on a deserving basis because he's a good God and he pours it in our direction to us. Now release this same love and mercy and long-suffering to others. You are God's outlet here on this earth for his love. Just think about that. Just like as there's an outlet, I'm looking at an outlet on the wall now. That's an outlet as I'm looking at it. So some little, you can put some little prongs in that outlet. That means that when I do that, I'm drawing out the power available at that outlet. So look at yourself as an outlet. You are a love outlet right here on earth. 
And when somebody plugs into you some way by the conversation or, or just through your thoughts, you think of them, you can, you can pray for them even though they don't even know it. You can extend your love toward them. God's looking at the way you extend love. God's love and mercy flow through you. You are his ambassador. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Go free in the name of Jesus.